Okay, did it. Okay. Hey guys. <laughs> I'm Brittany. I'm Rhea. And welcome to the Be More Podcast. Hi everyone. Uh, Brittany. It's real today. Yeah, Brittany's struggling. Um she also has a topic oh, today. Wait, but okay, so I did two very like twenty mm. first century. I don't know what I'm trying to do with my hair right now. It's just all up everywhere. Um I did two twenty first century adult things yesterday. I ordered my first DoorDash meal ever. Wow. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> and like myself that I didn't make somebody else do it for me because I didn't want to do it. And I ordered a pair of glasses online. Oh, from what uh what website? Uh Zenny. That was the one that like oh. I heard the best yes. the most good things about. A lot of so, my friends have Zenny glasses. Uh, They're good. So They're affordable we'll too. They are. And like I was so worried about I'm somebody who has astigmatism, so I was super mm-hmm. worried about you know, it not working out, but everything yeah. came up, right? So we'll see what happens. They should come nice. in a week. I'm super stoked because the ones that I'm, I have like all of these like fake blue light glasses, but mm-hmm. um, with all my issues with my sinuses, it sucks to have to, you know, wear like wear glasses and my glasses are old as hell. I'm pretty sure I still have the same pair of glasses that I've had. Oh, mm-hmm. I think they're like four or five years old at this point. So I just needed, you know, new glasses. Still, so. yeah. Yeah, that's still pretty old. Four or five yeah. years. I, I typically yeah change out maybe well probably same like three or four, something like that. Yeah, so. it's nice when we get older and your like prescriptions doesn't change that much, so you can yes. keep older. Like mm-hmm. you can keep it for a little longer. But anywho, <laughs> that was my excitement. I'm an officially uh, a person in twenty first century. I did two what? major things online. What did you order from DoorDash? That's the main question I have. Where um, did you Mexican order? Mexican food yesterday. Of course, that's what I figured. <laughs> I figured. Good for you. Well, welcome to uh the almost 2023. <laughs> Ta-da! I did it. Mm-hmm. But it's dangerous. Like I didn't want to go down the path because now I'm gonna be gonna be a problem. I'm gonna have to oh, yeah. use so much self control. Um, yeah. I like when I first started using DoorDash. I'm like, yeah, I'm too lazy. But now I'm just like, you need to calm down. Everything's so expensive. <laughs> Either pick it up yourself because delivery fees and all the fees are like ridiculous when it gets yeah. Uh, sometimes or just make yourself a meal (laughs) you know so I get that I get that I only time I let myself spurge is really on the weekend so I was like you know what whatevs if I don't feel like cooking or like if I'm having a day forget it (laughs) yeah go on DoorDash both those things were Mm -hmm. yesterday for sure but yeah okay so I wanted to I literally have not done any like deep rant research on this than I have been doing as a person as an individual mm-hmm. um, but we might be looking at this stuff up as we're going today so <laughs> the reason why I texted you I texted Maria that what I wanted to talk about today was sugar and I was like what do you mean <laughs> what did I respond I was like what do you in what <laughs> you were like I don't know what you're talking about yeah Um. and okay so here's why so I I am a person who's very sensitive to sugar and caffeine and Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I I was starting to notice like my trends and like sugar cravings and how much I was like starting to rely on like, I really need to, I need to eat something sweet. I need to eat something sweet. Mm -hmm. Have you always had a big sweet tooth? Yeah. I think it's gotten worse though. uh, As I age. Like, I feel like every time I eat, I'm like, I need something, I need something sweet after something savory. Yeah. Like one of those. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's a word in Tagalog. Um, we actually, I went out to dinner with my parents and uh, Aaron mm. and Aaron's boyfriend and we had ramen and it was so like heavy in like umami fat, like flavor. That like after we were craving something sweet and like there's a word called like suya in like Tagalog that means like all like the I don't know what it is but like all the sa- if it gets too savory like to break that down it's just like you know basic food science break that down to like not feel like greasy is to like eat something sweet and so there's right, like, a specific right. word for that so like every time I eat something super savory like I have to eat something sweet or else I get that weird ass feeling in my mouth. And it just gets worse and worse every, every know, okay, like, I as I saying. get older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, wait, no, I've always had a sweet tooth, though. Me, too. And mm-hmm. so 
so I've been like struggling with, so my, my father's a diabetic, right? So I'm always like very sensitive to watching. Uh, so let me rephrase that. My father is a type one diabetic. So my, my father is a genetic diabetic, mm-hmm. not like uh, his, I mean, his diet doesn't help, but he's not, yeah. he isn't, his weight and his diet and his life are not what led him to being diabetic. His body literally has issues with insulin production um, mm-hmm. and managing all of that. So I've always been very sensitive to trying to to watch out for things. And I've been saying to myself, like, I had a moment where I was like, look, maybe I just am eating too much sugar. Like, maybe I'll just start to pull back on the sugar because it's probably affecting all of the things in my body. So I was like, all right, I have to start looking at how much sugar is actually in stuff. And like to uh-huh. the extent of where I look at it on everything, and I never used to do that, right? There are mm-hmm. things that you know are going to inherently have, have sugar, sugar in them, like yeah. candies or things that tend to be sweeter. Like those are the things that Fruit. you're like, yeah, yeah. Natural but that's sugar. like, that's a, that, that doesn't matter. I'm talking about added sugars. Got I'm talking it. about the okay, added yeah. sugars here. Natural sugars, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So I started looking at labels of stuff and there's sugar in everything. Literally everything. Like, <laughs> like everything. No goldfish have sugar in them yeah it literally honestly probably every like junk food potential like not every but like like, 90 percent of it so much processed food yeah has sugar in it like things that are salty even have sugar in it which is probably what makes them taste better because it's a combination of salty and sweet exactly um alcohol yeah, I wasn't even wasn't even going there because I don't I don't partake enough to really consider it. But so, I, we know that that's all sugar. Go ahead. So I, I, we were just talking before this, right, about my father. Yeah, he doesn't drink anymore, and instead he's substituted that for health reasons. He has substituted that for soda because he's craving so much sugar. Oh my god, that sucks. So like, I'm just like, I mean, it's better than the alcohol, I guess. But also, you need <laughs> you need to not, you know, drink that much soda. So, so, okay. So, so here's my issue. Sure. There's so much added sugar in everything. And there are so many research studies and studies coming out now that are linking well, the sugars to so many things, like excess amounts of sugars to so many things that we are experiencing with health in our bodies, like specifically like cancers and things like that, because all of this turns into like essentially fat right and all the high blood pressure and all the other stuff that we do with, and it just bothers me so much so like even just like randomly searching for what the fda allows like they don't have to say that sugar's in stuff okay so let me let me go back what it says on the label versus Mm -hmm. what it says in the actual list of ingredients it doesn't have to be on the label if it's in the ingredients list Oh, I see. So if you put sugar as an ingredient, it doesn't have to put, you don't have to put in the nutrition label. Correct. What, how much sugar is in your product? Yeah, because apparently it says a packaged food cannot contain, well, they're talking about what it, what's deemed healthy, I guess, in this. But if it doesn't hit a certain amount of actually being added sugar, they don't have to say that it's like, they don't have to put it on the nutrition label. Like they're trying to stop people from looking at what the actual ingredients are, hoping that they'll just look at the nutrition label and be like, oh, there's nothing in here. So it's fine. <laughs> Uh, the FDA is it's from the FDA or like, you just Google people something? are allowed to do it because the FDA is not oh they're not as strict as yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right like, they're like, not and strictly... like other countries are yeah. um, but apparently what what came out right away was that apparently this is this is also mm-hmm. another bullshit situation that um like we talk all the time about how people are like, oh, granola bars, like they're so healthy for you. And I remember the ones that we used to remember, like when chew, like the chewy ones were like a big deal. I remember eating yeah. those all the time as a kid. I love and it was the like, chewy bars. They're so, they were so good. And we they still were really have them cheap. at work. Do you? And they <laughs> yeah. were really cheap. And it's just like, everybody's like, oh, granola bars are healthy. Granola bars are healthy. And when you Not look those. at the sugar <laughs> content, like the added sugar content of them. And I just like, don't. <laughs> I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Oh, I didn't offer the okay. So I just searched. Uh, apparently, there was the FDA and the the WHO, the World Health Organization, who everybody mm-hmm. should know who they are now after COVID happened. Um, <laughs> oh, this and this explains a lot as to why food labels have changed so much over the past few years. Apparently, in 2020, I did not know this. Uh, the FDA required manufacturers to start adding a breakdown of added sugars and total sugars to all prepackaged food at the local supermarket. It was a new law that 
was took effect in 2020. And this explains why I'm seeing it more, right? This explains why I've been noticing more, like, why is there so much added sugar in things? And you never used to, it's not that it wasn't there before. It's just that now you actually have, like, they actually by law have to show you how much sugar they're adding to things. That's good. Will people pay attention to the next thing? But at least it's there now, you know? Yeah, well, that explains why I feel like because I was like, I feel like I would have noticed this before. And I'm yeah. noticing it like over the past few months, a lot more than I ever saw before in things like freaking goldfish. And I was like, what the hell? I don't know. It's just like too much. <laughs> Everything is just too much all at once. You know? And it becomes it becomes really such an uh, it becomes such an issue. So okay, I'm going to read you exactly what I see here. So uh, this is something that's quoted from uh, an L.A. nutritionist and wellness educator Mm -hmm. Um, i hope that by the fact that i said they were from la doesn't make anybody completely tune out right away but um (laughs) so going back to when you had brought up you know eating more fruits and vegetables and everybody gets so worried about fruits and vegetables there's such a difference between added sugars and natural sugars and the way your body processes them because when you're eating when you eat like honestly, even like a potato. Potatoes have natural sugars. They have in natural them. sugars. But yeah, because yeah. they're higher in fiber, there's your body's not processing it the same way it would if you were to eat like a Twizzler or like a Jolly mm-hmm. Rancher or a Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. Your body's able to balance out what's going on with your sugar because you're dealing with other like natural resources. But when you eat um things that are like higher in so it says when your body has to absorb uh, sugar quickly, like high fructose corn syrup and soda, it leads Which to spikes. Everything has in- high fructose corn <laughs> syrup, people. <laughs> this is the most simple way to. That's like your basic added sugar, right? That's the basic way to, yeah. and they use it as like a, um, like they use it to bind foods together. When you're dealing with like granola bars and stuff, it's an easy mm-hmm. like, um, but it it just I don't know. It just makes me. <laughs> and then wait, let's add on this part. So this nutritionist also said added sugars contribute to little or no nutrients. So you're eating just because it tastes good, right? Which is not yeah. the purpose of eating. Mm-hmm. And it can lead to added weight gain or obesity, which can ultimately have effect on your heart health. Although yep. sugars naturally occur in foods, they may, yeah, although they naturally occur in foods and they may be superior to added sugars when they're natural. But the, the point is to make sure that you are balancing out how much sugar you're having in general. I just feel like it's, I don't think that people, I don't know. I'm just, I've gotten to this point in my life where I, it bothers me and I'm trying to be more cognizant of it but like I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of getting a like I don't want to say afraid but like I I sugar scares the crap out of me what it's going to do with your to your body because there's I feel like or just so much everywhere that both there's so much everywhere yes oh yeah (laughs) and no I this just reminded me uh, this is so off topic this is this just reminded me that I don't have any fruit in my (laughs) my house right now and I'm going grocery shopping after this so don't mind me writing my grocery list right now (laughs) yeah go for it I literally was just there today which is why this is also top of mind for me but I just don't well this this is a this is this aids to the obesity issue that we're having in this country correct because 100% and this can go back. So I was driving down the highway one night and there was a massive shop, right? Which is an East Coast chain for people, supermarket chain for people that are not from East Coast. And in my head, I'm like, why is a supermarket so big? Like, if you do, have you thought about how big supermarkets are? Every friggin' time <laughs> I go to one. Yes. This is what I told you about being able to just randomly go and walk through a market. I wish we had that. Yeah. But like these, so like these supermarkets, right? Like, and you know, ninety percent of the shit that's in there has high fructose corn syrup somewhere. Well, because so much of it is like so much of what we eat is because processed, and that's another thing that I've been struggling with too. Because I also organic shit is so expensive for no reason. Well, not no reason, but like it's not um, eating to to this. You know, it's it's so hard to have to when you like we've grown up with big box supermarkets like oh, we've yeah, grown sure. up with things that are i mean the amount of food that we have access to that's processed we eat more manufactured food than we eat naturally like occurring Source, food and it's kind of yeah. it's kind of mind-blowing when you think about it and it's such a struggle because i i went on this i, I haven't been 
been feeling well. And then, and I was mm-hmm. telling myself, also, I got blood work and my vitamin D levels were abysmal. So that was the oh. first thing I had oh. to do, which was not <laughs> that's, a, so that's a female. That's like time, most <laughs> time of year that this is super important. Please make sure you're having your vitamin Get D your and vitamin you're working D with in. your magnesium and your zinc and your calcium it to helps support your- it. As someone who's seasonal like, and holy crap, with someone who's seasonal and also I have vitamin D supplements. I like I should be not, taking them more often than I than I just look I at them. You know, just <laughs> I the it was so funny because I sat in the doctor. I went for my physical. It's funny Maria was just telling me how her dad went for his physical. I went for my physical and I was having issues. I had a whole episode with a migraine this week that was like terrifying. Oh, and sucks. I'm like sitting there and she's asking me all these questions and I feel like perfectly fine in the moment. And she's asking me about the supplements that I take. And anybody who knows me knows I take like <laughs> 30 supplements in a day, probably. Uh-huh. Um, and if you looked at my family's health history, you would understand what I'm working against. So yeah. that's why I take them. And it was just super funny because I was so diligent about taking vitamin D and I'm going through and I was like, I don't remember everything that I take. And I was like reading some stuff off and she was reading stuff off to me. And she goes, are you still taking vitamin D? And I go, oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot. No, like I definitely like stopped in the over the summer and then forgot to go back on it. And then she's uh-huh. like, okay, well, we'll look at your vitamin D levels. And they were like, if this is the panel, like yeah. <laughs> it ranges from like here to here. And yeah. I was like this far off. Like, as well. <laughs> so I had to go get vitamin D today. Um, little caveat, have your vitamin D friends, especially if you're female. Yeah. It hits us harder and more but, often than not. But it's so. You also just reminded me, sorry. I like yeah, yeah. my brain. Um, I have to go pick up my prescription. <laughs> so I literally have to I literally put Walgreens Good. on my to-do list today. <laughs> but it, it it's so it really is baffling when we walk. And mm-hmm. that's why it's if if you think about if we didn't have all these big box processed foods, our markets would be like dink, like these tiny little things. I I I get that. Right? Like I get that. Especially with America being America, like I get that we need the 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 franchises of big supermarkets and like you know the well we have access to you know it's funny my cousin was just we were having a conversation oh what was we were having a conversation about um mussels okay. because we, we're both Italian we were ordering Italian food and she mm-hmm. goes wait is now the time of year that you don't order mussels and I looked at her and I was like <laughs> I I was, I was like I don't know I was like yeah, I, we don't <laughs> does that even is that even a thing anymore yeah, in, like is in, there a time yeah. of year when you can't have things anymore I was like that's so embarrassing like I feel so I feel like such an asshole like when how we were growing up I feel like it was more of a thing than that than now because like I my parents when I was growing up like uh being Filipino we also eat a lot of like shellfish and seafood and whatever would be like you can't have this because there's some some like I don't know if it's a disease or something that you're gonna get sick from because the seafood isn't in season and now I just barely hear about anything I mean, anymore. We, we we've controlled we've overfished every, well we've yeah we've done that but we anything when it comes to food we control so much of mm-hmm. the whole experience that oh and I, I can say that in America right like we are one of the we are one of the countries that and I, it always makes me laugh when you go to when we go to restaurants and it's like farm to table like seasonal <laughs> options. It's yeah. we don't do that on a normal basis, and I no. it's and it's more expensive if you go to those places. It totally is, which is ironic, right? Because if you go to another country and it's a seasonal thing, it's like this is just what we eat because it's what we have available to us. Exactly. I love eating the Philippines, like in my dad's part of the Philippines, because it's more rural. And like, yes, there are supermarkets. Like, yeah, we do go to supermarkets, but also there's a like a local fish market mm. where people haggle prices, like that type of market. And you know that they grew that shit. And like, yeah. I get the most nutritious meals <laughs> when I go to the Philippines. <laughs> My dad's side of the family because I know it's not added preservatives and like all this bullshit stuff. I just don't. I just really don't under. I don't understand. I think it's if you if you really zoom out on the whole situation with food around I mean I I understand (laughs) but I like if you zoom out on the whole issue with hunger just like let's not even zoom out into the world just a little look at America right like we have people who go hungry but we have the most food it's like that whole it's that whole theory of like 
we have it's more, so annoying. we have more cars than like humans in the u.s yeah. like yeah it the whole concept it's it's all mass production it's all over production yeah. it's like we're doing so much that we're doing nothing at once and it i and what I, is the harm what is the harm we both worked at duncan yes what is the harm of putting those donuts into a food bank every I night. I don't. I. I. That one still really just kind of. It really just bugs me. Just yeah, baffles yeah. me. Um, yeah. Even though we're like you're supposed like at one point they were supposed to and it just got too expensive to like ship them to food banks or something and like you know. I just don't. Waste. I just really don't understand the way that <laughs> like food like the whole umbrella of food functions in our country and it's it's. It's all for profit. But this is the thing that pisses me off, right? Is that my my mom was bringing up to me how she she had had a conversation with a friend and like there's all this like sickness and cancer mm-hmm. that's been coming up in in their family and who's got this and who's got that and I have another um like mm-hmm. my best friend her mother and I were having a conversation about all the people that she knows who just got recently got diagnosed with cancer and like anybody who doesn't know cancer is very prevalent in my family my father was fighting it mm-hmm. and. I just sit and I think about all the shit we eat and, <laughs> yeah. and everything that we consume just in general and yeah. right. Like not even just our bodies. And it's just, mm-hmm. I don't, I guess this kind of comes back to, I don't know what we were just talking about recently where I was like, why is no one, well, we were just talking about this with voting. Like, why is no one doing anything about it? And it does come back to capitalism, but <laughs> does it have, why, I just don't lobbying. understand how <laughs> like we do. There are so many, okay. I'm just going to do a random, like, I'm going to Google Scholar. I just want to sure. see. Oh, not sponsored, but go to Google Scholar. Google you Scholar. Actually... <laughs> the quickest way to like actually just real quick get a, not that I would cite them for like. I wonder, you know how those people are like, I do my research. You think they go on Google or Google Scholar? <laughs> Ew. The people that are like, I've done my research on like political or like scientific shit. You know, like the anti-vaxxers. They definitely don't I go don't on Scholar. Know. I don't even think a lot of people don't even, I don't even think some of my students know that Google Scholar exists. No. Um, I, this, I, I, this is sad, but I literally just uh, searched like sugar and death. Oh God. <laughs> and a lot of this stuff is not relevant. I maybe mean, maybe I'll, I'll put sugar in health. I, I just don't like, we know my equivalent to this is that I am driving a car. And I come to a crossroads. And if I turn left, there's a wall. And if I turn right, there's a road. And I just continue to turn left into the wall. Like that's that's <laughs> how this all feels. Like there are, okay, so I searched sugar and health. There are mm-hmm. numerous articles in here about yeah, I'm doing the same. How, you know, sugar affects our weight control which directly affects our health like i just i just don't have you reached a crisis in the epidemic of obesity and diabetes dietary sugar and body weight that's one of the articles oh i see that one i see see that that one one? yeah (laughs) and then there's the whole thing of um sugar substitutes and how the sugar substitutes are like worse than the sugar because you're why 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 is there a sugar i've never understood why all of a sudden Splenda, Stevia, I don't know what the other ones are, Equal or whatever. Like, why did we need these? <laughs> like, sugar is bad enough. I honestly really don't know what the history of this is. It's something right? that I'm like, very curious of. It's just funny because I think it has to do with the way that the they're compounded, so the way that we break them down versus, like, I'm super them spiking our sugar right away versus, yeah. like, us being able to take time to break them down. Um but in so many ways, they end up being worse for you because they have all these yeah. other chemicals in them. So they don't it's affect the you the way natural sugars would, but all the other crap in them does other bad stuff to your body. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, six six for one, half a dozen for the other kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, Ooh. it's, it's. I'm dealing with a personal crisis in this right now because I want to be able to do better and I want to be able to eat better. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy all these all fruits do. and vegetables. I think, I, I think yeah. every human has to deal with it. But then yeah. it's like the... The reality of our lives yeah, yeah. and the accessibility yeah. and the convenient just and it just it's just so and uh, it's funny that i annoying. say accessibility when we have 50 million shop rights in every corner like it's accessible but like it's the, and that's like that's the we do it to ourselves right we get yeah. caught in the place between 
I mean, honestly, we get caught in the place between like capitalism and capitalism, right? Like <laughs> capitalism in the workplace and then like capitalism mm-hmm. as a consumer. Like you get caught in the crossroads between that. Yeah. Because if you're working, 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 the last thing you're going to want to do is make a healthy meal as opposed so, to door dashing, <laughs> you know? But I mean, at the end of the day, and door dash isn't the problem, right? When you're. No, 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 no. It's, it's actually very accessible. Like the food that we got last night was amazing. And yeah. it's it's the difference between so much of it isn't even the difference. It's between it's having like a whole having something like a whole foods, right? Like eating yeah. something that's processed for eating something that comes from natural ingredients. And you can get something that comes from natural ingredients from a restaurant, right? That's oh, for not, sure. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't always have to I mean, depending on what restaurant you're getting things from, right? Like we got <laughs> we ordered from like an actual restaurant versus ordering from like a McDonald's, right? The totally yeah. different situation. Yeah. But What's the, I guess this could lead me to another, another segment of this. What in America, we stand for our rights to freedom. Yeah. But how much freedom do we actually have <laughs> Oh God. around this idea of, you know, like how we're feeding ourselves and how we're taking care of ourselves when, when the market controls everything. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you're, we're, we're like the little rab, like, rat, oh boy, words, lab rats, right? Like, we get sent out into the, yeah, the world, the maze, right? We get released into the box, but the box is a huge maze, and it's like you can only really go one way. Does that make sense? Yeah, because they're leading you. You think you have a choice, but they're leading you to your choice. So, the bigger question of all of this is freedom really, is the freedom is we freedom have really there? Is freedom really free? I think this is, this all comes back to like the tattoo that I have on my back. Cause I remember when we were in college, I remember like touching on some of these theories and I remember being like, wait a second, <laughs> everything's a facade. I think uh, it's, uh, I, 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 <laughs> I think we have personal freedoms. Like we, we are free to like talk again about our country and do whatever. But then when it comes to like the big picture stuff, like, the accessibility of food, the choices of food that you have around you, the the uh, accessibility of walking like to places versus having a car, like that becomes like the government telling you, and the lobbyists being like, okay, like lower, and you see this, you just, I mean, some people, a lot of people see this and don't want to like say it out loud, but like the lower economic status neighborhoods have more fast food places than actual sit down restaurants and grocery stores. Yeah. And that's just like well, because you're looking at higher amounts of working class people who have less convenience and ability to be able to right. Like you're looking at all of that is structured intentionally. But that's also a segregation like status type situation. Like why not give them more restaurants and sit down places that have actual food as opposed to like ten Popeyes? Correct. It it every once in a while when things around we were we just watched the. A movie last night, the Death on the Nile movie. Did you hear oh, about that good? movie? Was it good? I haven't decided. Okay, <laughs> it's right <laughs> like, in the middle. It, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It wasn't it award was like, winning. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was like kind of predictable, and then kind of not enough, and then kind of too much. Like I don't. I don't know. It, There's I, a lot of like star. Like it's star packed. There are. Isn't it? It, yeah. it is. It is packed with star. It's just. It just. I don't know. I haven't figured out. You have <laughs> okay. to watch it. I. Would I watch it again? Probably. Mm-hmm. But it just, some parts there wasn't enough and then some parts there was too much. And it was mm-hmm. like, I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, and it became a little bit like overly predictable, but it was still, the actors were all great. It was just like the story parts of it were Got it. I digress. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what my point was. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't oh, know. Okay. So Food? <laughs> we were watching it and it's, be- it's based in like the 1930s and there's things that come up around race and it, I have these moments and we talk about them a lot on here where I go, crap, that really wasn't that long ago. Fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. but okay. So I just found this, we're jumping all over the goddamn place yeah. today, <laughs> um, but going back to sugar. So apparently earlier this year um, in Europe, the European commission has so this, the issue with sugar is happening all over the world. It's not just in America. It's just mm-hmm. that the way that countries are choosing to respond to it are very different. Yeah. And um, so the European Food Safety Authority 
this is like mind boggling compared to the way we talk about it in America. So this was back in April of this year, mm-hmm. talked about and like was announcing to people that even a few grams of sugar a day can pose risks to human health. They recommend that it's not possible to define a safe intake level for sugar, neither for added sugar in sodas nor for sugar in naturally occurring uh, foods such as juices. The risk of numerous health problems such as type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease increases with higher sugar consumption. The intake of sugar should therefore be kept as low as possible, according to the so the uh, mm-hmm. European Food and Safety Authority is EFSA, which is so interesting because in America, we get told that as long as you keep it under 10% for an adult, yeah, but that's a- fine, which is really funny because I don't think I've – it's hysterical because when you look at a food label, food labels will be like 22% of your daily value, which is yeah. like, wait, wait, that doesn't make right, any I'm sense. I'm not supposed to eat this then. Because I'm not supposed to go over 10. And that's like a granola bar. Um. <laughs> This gets even more interesting because they talk about how they're they've started presenting like really clear rules about what's allowed and what's not allowed. Um, mm-hmm. They they call them nutrient profiles um, okay. with what their food. <laughs> the the oh, I just, I'm laughing at this, but it's really sad. The EFSA recommends their recommendations could not be clearer. Sugar makes you sick. Even in small amounts. It does. Too much too much of anything makes you sick. Wait, ready? This gets better. For the health claims regulations, this means that any health advertising for sugary foods must be banned throughout Europe. For food labeling, manufacturers must be prohibited from hiding sugar. The proposal announced by the commission for the end of this year for science-based um, European-wide mandatory nutrition labeling in traffic-like colors... I don't know what that means. Must take full account of the EFSA recommendation. I just, and then it gets even better because it says something about um, how they're not allowed to, I don't know where that went. It said something about how they're not allowed to advertise sugary things toward at kids at all. So, like, think about cereal brands Europe. in this country. Yeah, this think Europe, about yeah? cereal yeah. brands in America. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're not allowed there's to no, do. Kellogg's that. ain't doing no like you know marketing thing in Europe. <laughs> like, there's no like right. Yeah, Frosted Flakes commercials that we saw when we were younger. Well, I also, just, I ahead. think um, Michelle Obama when she was in when the Obamas were in office had um she um changed the school lunch system to have more healthy yeah. options right like that's a thing that happened right yeah, so at least that. that's a that's a step in the right direction it's not like you know super but i mean but think about all sugar, the freaking high, whatever think about all of the fundraisers oh well yeah you know what i mean it's just i don't know it's just it's it baffles me that our country responds to it so differently right like europe is like if you have any sugar it's a problem for your health Whereas here, it's like Halloween. Think, right. If you think about, um, if you think about, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. So for anybody who has pets, my cats are like repulsed by the smell of sugar. Really? Yeah. That's like they, they like, um, they like the smell of savory things. Okay. But like, like if Dan is eating, like obviously like anything with chicken, anything like that, like my, yeah. one of our cats goes nuts. But yeah. if you put something like sweet smelling around them, they like, ugh. really? Yeah, it's not natural. But, but like, I mean, then it, again, other savory things aren't natural. But like, yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like they don't because they're. I mean, they're. If they think about it, like they run a hundred percent on instinct, right? They're like, they're instinctively, their bodies oh, yeah. don't. They are their bodies know there's no tr- nutrients in this for me. Well, also we've we have an addiction to it like this is the the yeah the way that our market is the way that we're presented food is with added sugars that you just become addicted to the craving of sugar which is why it's so 
which is why people the same thing with caffeine right like with coffee like when you wean off of it you are so irritable like you hate life well this comes back to again with my situation with my migraines and like one of the paths that i've been been led down and something that i need to like really look more into is one of for i don't know if it 100 percent is something for me that works yet i have to try to use it as treatment for my migraines more in the future but a lot of people use caffeine like excedrin apparently has caffeine in it to help with migraines so there's a whole that whole i mean you literally are just like i don't know how that even works but it works though a lot of people i know the caffeine helps with brain um i don't know what the word is not productivity which is like brain maintenance (laughs) This is gross. So apparently in 2007 and 2008, there was a study done. I don't remember. I don't know where this is. There was a study done that they gave, they were giving rats. um, Jesus. They were giving rats water with cocaine in it. And Jesus Christ. And they started switching the water with cocaine out for sugar water yeah and the rats became more highly addictive to the sugar water than they did to the cocaine i can i mean yeah sugar is like the worst it's because it's so easily i feel like it's so easy to be addicted to it because it's everywhere i i just like (laughs) i'm reading reading about this i'm reading i'm reading about this this study on like on cocaine versus sugar water? So apparently the the issue isn't even so much the fact that we're eating it. It's just that the issue seems to be more of the fact that binging sugar is what leads to more addictive. So the, the whole point of this is, mm-hmm. right, the fact that we have such high amounts of sugar in everything that we eat perpetuates our addiction to it. If we were yeah. to have, like, smaller amounts of like, oh, I'm going to have this sugar now. And then we didn't really have a lot of access to sugar. Our body would be able to regulate it and our brain would be able to regulate it better. Mm-hmm. But uh, so just, the, I, just the thought that we have sugar accessible to, like, I have a bowl of candy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like because it's so accessible, you're like, yeah, I'm going to take a like, candy. Like, why? Like, why? And then this, okay, let's go down this path, too. If we're talking about caffeine and all of this. Yeah. You Parents are so worried. I'm going to sound like an asshole right now, but just deal with me. There are parents who are so worried about their kids having access to drugs and being around marijuana and being around, you know, whatever other thing that we say is bad in this country. But you're going to let your 13-year-old drink a venti, sugary, macchiato from whatever they're drinking, Italian bullshit from Starbucks that they're drinking every day. And not see that as an addiction. And not see that as a problem. Because it's so downplayed how caffeine alters your body. And sugar, obviously. But, like, let's just take the caffeine route. Like, again, those kids are addicted to caffeine. I... And it started out as a social matter, right? Like, I'm doing this because I'm socializing with my friends. How is it possible? Okay, so here's just, like... Did your parents say, like, no coffee until you're older? when you're growing up no i just fuck i didn't want anything to do with it i thought it smelled and tasted awful remember we were in duncan and i'd be like Bleh. like i mean same I yeah hated it. well my parents were, were, were always like don't drink like you're not you're not i remember hearing well my mother never drank coffee right mm. my mother my never mom drink, my mom my mom drinks my mom day. was a tea person mm-hmm. so like it was i never i learned to drink tea right my and parents i didn't drink a lot of coffee. it yeah. Like, I think it's, di- I think it's right. I think it's different. I don't think and my dad only drank it like socially. So I don't think it was ever like a whole, like a thing to be, I never parents, had access to it to drink it. Like caffeine was always around. I just never thought of it as an addiction until I got older. But like, you know, my mom always has coffee and then at night she has tea every, not every night, but like every so often. My dad will drink socially, like, yeah. co- like coffee or whatever, but we'll have tea every, like more often than not. Yeah. So, so like think- they rain on caffeine without me knowing that it's an addiction. Yeah. And I don't think my mother ever, it was never a conversation about the caffeine. Because, like, tea, you know, naturally has less, so yeah. depending on, especially depending on the depending type of tea on, you're drinking. And yeah. she never drank black tea. So tea definitely has a lot less caffeine in it than coffee does. Mm-hmm. And 
she hadn't told me how she was very sensitive to it. Um, and unfortunately, I'm very similar to my mother in a lot of genetic ways. <laughs> yeah. And I remember having, and I still have days where I'm extremely sensitive to it. But I don't remember mm-hmm. it ever being a conversation. And I remember when we were, I remember hearing the rumor, like rumors when we were younger that like, oh, caffeine stunts your growth. Stunt and caffeine your growth. affects, yeah. <laughs> caffeine affects your, like your brain development. Your brain and we development. were always just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And I see it now. I just had a conversation with a student of mine the other day. Oh, where he was, he was very energetic. Like he was wired. Wait, he <laughs> yeah. was very energetic and he's normally a very calm person. So I was talking to him and I was like, did you happen to have like coffee this morning? And he was like, no, I don't drink coffee. It stunts my growth. And I was like, wait, Um, what? And he was like, he was like, yeah, he's, well, he started telling me all these things about his like, you know, stuff that he has. And he was like, yeah, so I, I, I stay away from coffee. I I worry about what it would do to my body. And he's a junior in high school. Mm -hmm. And like two weeks prior, I had just been with a, like our freshman class and they started selling they're they're doing like a, a like a cafe on Fridays in the morning in our school where the kids can go and buy coffee. Yeah, and yeah. these t- two of my kids have never had coffee before. Oh God. And Do they're they buy in coffee? school buying coffee and just like so yeah. explain to me why we're not allowed to give candy out to our kids on Halloween anymore. <laughs> but you can give them caffeine every Friday. And make them pay for it. Uh, it's the making them pay for it. <laughs> well, it's... no, I mean, like they—it's a fundraiser. But do you see but the even point? So. Like, it's so—it doesn't make because any the sense. conversation around so caffeine asinine. isn't. I mean, the conversation around caffeine and sugar. I mean, caffeine isn't as. It's just ridiculous. Bad as sugar, I guess. Like, because it is caffeine's an addiction. Every sanest like adult knows this. Like but, we are and, addicted and this, to caffeine. But this is the problem. This is the bull crap. Like you're so like we're like, and I I say you, but like our our systems and the way that we function around food, we're such fucking hypocrites. It's so embarrassing, and our structures of things and the things that we say are good and the things that we say are bad and it's like no nah, no like it's not good and bad like it's all not good like it's all not good it's how do you just... feel about uh like those fad diets like keto don't fucking say. get me started that's how i feel <laughs> that's a whole them. different that's a whole different story on <laughs> a different episode but um yeah not everything everything is not bad like so like let's just take the keto example like cut out all carbs i'm like i'm filipino i'm not cutting out fucking rice like there's no way like but it's like the the cutting off of things just cold turkey is gonna fuck you up so more than weaning it off here's here's my here's my two cents on this whole thing <laughs> unless you are somebody who is gluten intolerant and there are people who have mm-hmm. become gluten intolerant because talk about yeah. excess of things unnecessarily i get it your, I mean, honestly, regardless of whether you're intolerant or not, your body's first line of energy, your body's first way that it produces energy, because remember, friends, we don't eat because it, we enjoy the eating process. We eat because you need to fuel your body. Carbs are our first sign of yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. So if you're not eating carbs consistently, your body is not going to think, hey, let me start to break down fat because it's harder for your body to break down fat. Your body will start to break down its muscle and its protein and all of its soft (laughs) tissue. So using keto as a fad diet for weight (laughs) loss is the stupidest shit I've heard of ever. If it works for you, that's great. But just because you look good on the outside doesn't mean your body feels good on the inside. This whole thing around fad diets I can feel my blood pressure going up right now. <laughs> All of it is so individual and mm-hmm. so based on person to person. Go to a nutritionist or a I just cannot. But I will tell you <laughs> the basic nutrition of your body is that unless you have some type of, you know, differentiation in your body and you have to deal with something like you have special mm-hmm. dietary restrictions or needs. You need carbs for fuel, for clear brain function, for clear like body, like optimal body functioning of all of your organs. You need carbs as your main source of energy. Otherwise, your body is going to start to break down all the soft tissue. 
period. That is my, that is my uh, two cents on that. I just, I only brought that up because like, again, it's like these fad diets that are like, cut this out. And you can't like, same thing with sugar. You can't just cut it out, right? Or like caffeine, you just can't cut, you have to wean yourself off of it. So like in small doses, as opposed to like, you know, I don't know, example, like you eat ice cream every night, right? maybe every other night and then maybe Love like once a week and um yeah but like you know what i'm saying like like you know like things like that will help your body to like wean off that like somewhat sugar addiction and then it's just like but it takes it's it takes it's kind a lot of, of willpower though it's almost kind of gross how our bodies are so smart and they had they mm-hmm nothing that we do in the short term is going to affect the way that we function because your body is going to make the necessary adaptions to literally prolong your life, right? To keep you alive. So if you're somebody who eats a lot of sugar, just for example, because we were talking about sugar, if you're somebody who eats a lot of sugar, your body starts to figure out how do I adapt mm-hmm. like, literally on the ins- from the inside out to help me function with what I'm being given, right? How do I, yeah. like that's process of survival. How do I function best with what I'm given? So your body learns to do that. And if you were to stay in that place for a prolonged period of time, that's when you'll start to see degeneration. And that's when you'll start to see like the long-term effects, long-term effects of, you know, not having a healthy diet. But if you try to adjust that on your body really quickly, like if you're the kind of person who has like a diet soda every single day, or not even a diet soda, like your diet includes you having soda every mm-hmm. single day, or your diet mm-hmm. includes you um, eating a high amount of sugar every day, your body is like, all right, this is how we function on this. And you're like, okay, now I'm going to eat, I'm going to cut out like all of the sugar and I'm only going to eat vegetables. Your body is going to be like, what the fuck? Like you're going to, you're going to throw yourself (laughs) off so much. And it's, it's to the point where you make yourself sick and it's not because vegetables are bad for you. Right. It's not because like, well, I ate vegetables and it made me really (laughs) sick. That's, that's not how it works. It's just that you haven't, your system isn't, your system isn't, like prepared for that. That's not what you function off of. And at the, and I'm, I'm struggling with it right now because I, as I said, I was going through the whole thing of like looking at all the processed food that I'm eating and going, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. And freaking out about everything that's inside of it. And I was like, great, I need to start eating like more whole foods and more like, yeah. like natural foods. And not only is it really hard to do because my lifestyle, I haven't built that into my lifestyle for it to be supportive. I just like, I, my digestive symptoms, like, why are you eating two times more fiber than you normally eat? Like what is yeah. going on right yeah, now? Yeah, what's happening here? It, it's just, you know, that's why it's, it's not, so hard to like change. Well, it no, is. it's, I mean, it is, yes. But also it's like people get so discouraged when they feel like shit that like first week or so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like the pushing through of that. Yeah, and it, that, it, like, it's that like it's will give you the results. Yeah, it it's is a like, process. It's, it's a habit that you have to develop within your body. You're, you have to teach your body <laughs> that this is the way that it's going to go now. It's, I don't know. It's so, it's so hard to do. It's so hard to do anything with <laughs> period. With like, <laughs> period, it's so hard to do anything. But it's we we are not creatures who mentally support process like our our brains it's do not care about process and when we have to work through process it it sucks like to have to be there to have to be in there and have to stay in there and just hope for the best and just keep doing what you're doing and and it it would be so it would be so much easier if we had the the construct of our systems around food and around the resources that we had access to that actually cared about us and wanted to keep us safe versus caring more about their like bottom line yeah well it would be it would be different and i i don't know i just think the the reality of knowing all of that that they don't mm-hmm. they they're not doing everything they could be doing and they don't actually care is so sad but it's also like if they don't care why should i care it's like the top down like you know management oh no i don't feel that way at all you feel that way oh that's in like the general population they don't care so why should i care about my own like but like it's your goddamn body yeah but i'm just saying general population 
I know I get it. But yeah. I don't I don't I don't know if it's so much a direct they don't care, so why should I care? I think it's more of like, a, well, they don't care and they know everything and I don't have any resources to find out anything else. So I guess I shouldn't care either if they're not worried. You know what I mean? I think it's more like a blissfully ignorant. I would hope that yeah. if someone presented this in front of your face, people, like, and I'm not saying, I'm not preaching to the choir here, but like <laughs> people who would never in a million years listen to this podcast. But I hope <laughs> that if someone was to put something right in front of your face, they're going to be like, okay, what is the solution? And no one's going to have one. And they're like, well, okay, then I'm yeah, going to go back to Yeah, it's easier path of least resistance for me to just yeah. stick on that. I mean, this, I'm, mm-hmm. we're talking about my father right now. Let's be real. It's the general population. This well, is, we're, we're, yeah. we're talking about. He's unfortunately, yeah. I mean, he's a, I mean, the reality of the situation is that like my dad is a part of this populace mm-hmm. that we're referring to right now because it's just easier, right? Yeah, it's, it's just, just easier. easier. And, and. <sighs> it's just easier. That's if you all. come down to this and it's just easier and you're dealing with struggling some struggling with something, it's a sign that you need to get some type of mental emotional support. Just I'm oh, just yeah. gonna throw that out there. But like nothing until we we live and I hope it never knock on what it never happens in a day that like we we see in our existence, but <laughs> no one has the that's where the freedom comes. Right. Mm-hmm. We, unless someone's forcing you, you still have a choice. Like every yeah. day you have a choice and we shouldn't be giving up those freedoms by just blindly and aimlessly wandering through and being a yes man to everything that gets put in front of us. Mm-hmm. I I just, I, that's the type of freedom that I, that still freedom gives me hope. And like give you, like, yeah. And like, like, you know, that you get to your live. Own- your life like you get yeah. to be as dangerous as that is right like the yeah the epidemics in this country of like health cri- like a lot of the health crises we're seeing with like people just having like really fucking poor habits and taking care of themselves especially after covid because everybody's just like oh you know let's let's just be disgusting and not wash our hands and not remember how to be a person and you know just Seriously. rise of all of the germs yeah. but as in, the freedoms can go either way but you have to take responsibility of that freedom and i i have i have hope as an individual that more people i mean that's the whole point of this podcast right like are you fucking awake yet i hope that more (laughs) and more people will wake up to the fact that like freedom i mean i'm gonna fucking quote spider-man right now but like with i'm gonna paraphrase (laughs) spider-man with great power like freedom comes great fucking responsibility and Many people aren't ready for that. They just want to be told what to do and not do. You know? Yeah. I know. I, I, I totally do. I totally do. <laughs> and I like, have those days where it's like, I don't want to have to make another fucking single decision. I'm right. done. So someone else tell me what to do. So like, you know, going to the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And your doctor's like, don't eat X, Y, Z. You either follow it or you don't. Like you have the instructions, Right. Now it's like the responsibility of like, okay, like I know what the right answer is. So I want to do it. <laughs> and that's, that's where the general population is like, I'm just going to go deal with it. Like the way I've always done with it and dealt, dealt with it. I just want somebody to be, take, I, want, <laughs> I want to take some fucking responsibility and be, I just want to call somebody out and have them be accountable for the fact that we have access to more food that kills us than we do that actually is there to give us the nutrients we need to flourish the lobbyists you can blame them the corporations that are lobbying for this stuff and just don't want to do like a i need to do research on lobbying (laughs) like so badly like how this (laughs) i i think that if i think that if i ever talk about like really disheartening and popping the bubble i think that it's one of those things that we know is going on but i think that if we ever really truly saw what was going on yeah it's a whole different story i don't whole know what game. yeah i don't know what i would do yeah like would you anti-lobby a lobbyist <laughs> like you know like what do you do what do you even is, oh no lobbying? i feel like i feel like my like all of my hope and all oh, you're of hoping, my yeah i'd your be despair. like all right that's it i'm out like yeah, i yeah. Just move once to, to the like Scandinavian countries that are like yeah, top you know. ten happiest countries. Yeah, in the world. and just be like, <laughs> we're good. Let's just do this. Like it's just it's just 
with all of the hope and all of the potential and all of the freedom we choose we mm-hmm. like as a nation we just choose to make the next wrong decision and then have to backpedal and fight so much to go and undo the shit that we've done and i don't we had someone come to school um mm-hmm. for veterans day happy mm-hmm. belated veterans day yes happy and thank belated. you to all of our veterans out there um and he talked about what what freedom really is and why he fights for freedom mm-hmm. and he said it in such a beautiful way to the like in regards to like what's right and what's wrong like you have the right to say your opinion and that person has the right to say their opinion. And if you guys want to scream in each other's face about both of your opinions, like you both have the right to do that. But the second we say, Mm -hmm. you don't have the right to do that. We move the line. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it opens the door up for other people to be like, well, then if you don't have the right to do this, then you don't have the right to do that. And you don't have the right to do that. You don't have the right to do that. Regardless of what side of the line that like what direction you're moving the line. And I was standing there listening to this and going, oh, fuck, because if you're truly fighting for freedom, no Mm -hmm. one can be wrong and no one can be right. Yeah, it's just neutral. But how do you, this is why we have the hands of the government. This is why we have the issues we have amongst politics, because no one's right and no one's wrong. Whoever's the head of whoever has the upper hand in the government. Well, this is why we're screwed as we head into the next couple of years, because if we become a completely Republican government, then we're all fucked. But I don't well, the Democrats the Democrats secured the Senate after this past election day, so So what do you do with that, right? It, so it's, that's, it's that's humans it's humans freedom, playing God. It's it's freedom, humans playing God. Based on <laughs> what he said was beautiful and so profound. And I'm sure it went over in the head of every single student every, that was in every the room. student. But, but I was sitting there yeah. like well, based on that, and I get that argument. I totally get that yeah, argument. Freedom sure. is not really free. No. Agreed. It's an yeah. illusion. It's, uh, yeah. And it's also if you, based on If you don't have everybody, true. If everybody that is working within that freedom, everything that exists under the umbrella of that freedom is not all on the same page, then, then it doesn't actually fighting, exist. What are we fighting for? Right. Yes, correct. I agree with you. So then how do we get on the same page? Is that the issue? Is it, how, is that the issue? So going back to our last episode, we need some like real like political science people involved in this competition. How do you, we, in our last episode, we talked about how the future of our country is about like us really redefining what democracy is. How do you do that mm-hmm. and give it a definition and instruct the future structure of the way our government functions, the way our country functions, if the way that everyone chooses to have an opinion and stand up for that opinion, if it's mm-hmm. all neutral. Or if it's all different, right? Because like, technically it's like, we the people is always like the three words that people right. throw and, around. And like, if the people's divided, like we are right now, right? Like, what is, then what is the people trying to tell us, right? So it's like, it's whoever is screaming the louder, like the loudest, <laughs> is what that means. Whoever's voting the most, whoever is like, you know, that's that becomes then our freedom. But it's not. Yeah, I <laughs> but guess it's still that. not right because then the line gets moved. Right, but that's how it is right now. So it's I don't. Know, it's all just <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> that's, that's that's it's whoever's it's whoever is literally screaming the loudest and voting but that's the hardest. Not, that's not supporting freedom that's for supporting a side yeah so freedom's not true not in this context <laughs> we have no we have individual freedoms it's the collective that you're like struggling with right like because yeah. collectively right whoever votes the hardest and screams the loudest yeah we'll get those lobbyists and those are the people but that the whoever votes the lo- whoever stands up and you know yeah. does all of that that's the there's still an the argument. There's an argument to say there, though, that that those voices and that version of the people are the people that oversee the power that makes mm-hmm. up the structure that impedes yeah. on the individual life. Correct, which is what happened with Trump. Yes. <laughs> with, for the people that so, were freaking out when he first got into office, we're not wrong, us included. 
Probably. Do you remember? Do you remember? I think we talked about it on one episode where we talked about like the rings of the circles. I don't remember the the like the circles of like the levels of like you're in the center versus your community versus your that versus your that I versus your that. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. But like your freedom really. So it's not that freedom is an illusion. It's just that free your freedom only exists within within that circle. Within right, your individual. the individual, right? Yeah. And then once you get into all of these other larger circles, like your community and like the world at large and whatnot yeah it doesn't exist anymore no and this is where we butt heads as people as we the people is that we are all fighting for our own individual freedoms to be heard (laughs) when we can't figure out a unified freedom which why sugar is the way that it is (laughs) (laughs) too shy Uh, my my brain is just going off on the like what is the best option for existence if it's not an individual i'm gonna tell you right now it's not an individualistic community it's like the more collective thought process because we're very individualistic as i don't know what i'm thinking of right now i'm thinking of the episode of the fairly odd parents where everyone just becomes a gray blob oh yes like a like a just a and they're all another number all exist yeah I the more that we have these conversations and the more that I get into these thoughts the more that I think that honestly the key to freedom is just getting a lobotomy and not knowing what's going on like I really <laughs> like if I got lobotomized and I had no idea what was going on and I just did everything that I was told to do life would just make sense it's it's literally just ignorance is bliss right like I'm you're not, reading it's I'm, it's the education of the world I'm reading yeah. a book um called the seeker's guide to spiritual spiritual or spiritual living because mm-hmm. i have existential crises multiple days a week <laughs> and i'm very curious about like the history of where like western and eastern culture of spirituality like mixes and how things came to america and all of that yeah. and part that I'm reading right now very much dives into like the existential crisis of being human and how all of us whether we're aware of it or not struggle with the major questions of like why are we here and what are we meant to do and yeah. the purpose of that and the how purpose. even like every human goes through it it's just that some of us can call can see it for what it is for what it is mm-hmm. and struggle with it and some of us see it but don't know what it is and then struggle with it and some of us struggle with it but don't even fucking know that it's there yeah and how it leads to all of the plethora of like addictions and eating disorders and and all those fun things yeah and i haven't obviously read enough of it to know like what do we do with this now but it's such a a fascinating thing because even all of the all of the stuff that we've talked about in this episode, all of that boils down to us as humans having to deal with what the fuck are we doing? Like the, <laughs> yeah. that, you know what I mean? Like that question. And each culture is different on what the fuck we do with it. Yeah. And like the questions that we have about what happens after and what happens before and what happens in the small, the smallness of it, like the small, really the smallness of the in between when we are actually here just eat less sugar like that's my I don't I just my brain is going in like 6,000 directions right now just just eat less sugar please like and like read don't read I just want you to be I want you to struggle just as much as I do and I want you to know what's going on and I want you to struggle with it because I mean that's the only way for you to get you want to know how you got where you got yeah just like look at don't just look at the nutrition labels actually read the ingredients please pay attention to what's going on take some vitamin d and call it a day yeah <laughs> this episode I, I, was everywhere fucking everywhere i don't even know I how just, to end that i don't know my brain i think i don't have a migraine but i feel like someone's poking at my brain right now you're getting a lobotomy <laughs> maybe maybe yes. i am yes no because we're we're really in the matrix and they're poking at the back of my neck right now trying to wake me up oh, oh we're, we're not getting to the matrix theory no <laughs> we're not simulation theory i don't need another migraine this oh week God. thank you oh my goodness great. well i hope that this episode is so much true to like what we're talking about with the are you awake yet it's mm-hmm. not fun to be awake 
It's so much easier to close your eyes. But if you really want to take control of the little freedom that you do have as an individual, the more you see, the more aware you are, the better choices you can make for yourself that you do actually get to make. Mm -hmm. I just dropped my pen. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. There's my commentary on that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I'm done. I can feel like my pre-headache starting, so... I'm, I'm going to go do a therapeutic grocery shopping um, trip for myself after this. Have fun. Uh, I'm going to go try, sit in the dark. I'm going to try and not get anything with high fructose corn syrup. So that's Dude, take, <laughs> literally start taking pictures and we'll share it on our social. Like yeah. things that you never in a million years would think that have sugar in them, pick them up and look. Yeah, I'm trying to get like, it's really, I, my list is, this is my last thing, is literally just like vegetables and stuff but also has canned goods that I need for my um my Filipino recipe. So we'll see if any of my canned um, tomato sauce has high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> so I'll report back. Yes. All <laughs> okay. right, guys. Send us all your pictures of all the foods that you never in a million years would think would have added sugar in them because now you actually can see them on the labels and let us know what your thoughts are on all of this. And then we will talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Oh. <laughs>